Warning, the following show contains explicit language. Certain people should not listen to this show, such as children and panty-waist adults who cry like 12-year-old little girls when they hear profanity. Welcome back, my friends, to the Dr. Reality Podcast. I'm Dave Champion. I am a huge advocate of N of 1, where we use ourselves as the first and best test subject. I've done that for years now with physiology. And today I want to share with you another N of 1 experiment that I ran, which was to go have a CAC scan. CAC, coronary artery calcium, also known as a coronary calcium scoring test or scan. Mine was done in Las Vegas on a Siemens Somatom Go dot all, A-L-L, CT. The CT standing for computer tomography. The claim to fame of the Siemens Somaton Go dot all is that it is low radiation, and there is one in all of the state of Nevada, and that's where I went. It's not at all like getting an MRI where it's very loud and noisy if you've had an MRI, you know, <laughs> nothing like that. This particular device there was a little bit of humming and some little tiny clicks, and that was about it. I was literally, from the time I walked into the room where there is the somaton device sitting until I walked out of the room, was five minutes. And you don't have to get undressed and remove everything from your pockets and everything else like you do with a magnetic resonance imaging device. So that made it kind of cool. Physically, it's kind of like, I guess you'd say like a three-foot thick white wall with a donut in the center, and they have a mechanized, I don't know what you call it, a platform. And for this particular test, you lay down on that with your feet towards the machine. You put your arms up over your head. The, the automated platform then rises up. It slides your feet in, then the knees, then the hips. In this particular test, the CAC, your head and arms are not within the device. It pauses. The, a little voice says, Please inhale and hold your breath. So you do that. The machine goes, hum, tick, 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 tick. And then the little voice says, breathe naturally. <laughs> like I said, I was in it down five minutes. Coronary calcium scoring is intended to be predictive of your risk of heart disease or heart attack. But like a lot of cardiology science, it's not as precise as the doctors would have you believe. As an example, the device measures volume of calcium, but it does not measure density. And density is a telling factor in the predictive value, so take that for what it's worth. With that said, the CAC scan remains, at this moment, the platinum standard in predictive value concerning heart disease and heart attack. The scan is able to detect and is looking for calcium in the four primary arteries of your heart. Now, I want to be clear, these are not arteries moving away from the heart. This is not, for instance, your aorta. These are arteries within the heart. These are the arteries that provide nutrients and oxygen to the tissue of your heart and then remove waste. Obviously, a pretty important function if you want your heart to be operating correctly. When I say it's looking for calcium, it's not just calcium moving around within, say, the arteries, because that doesn't happen. It's looking for calcium affixed 
to the walls of the coronary arteries. So these arteries that the device is examining, what do these arteries look like? The best example I can give you, especially here on a podcast, is imagine that you had a globe like, say, the Earth, and then at the very, very top, you dripped paint on all four axes as the paint would run down those four equidistant points on the globe, that would be somewhat analogous to how your coronary arteries are. They're they're not quite that straight. They're not quite that simple, but that's a pretty good analogy to understand. We're looking at four of the arteries, and they furnish oxygen and nutrients to all of the heart. When we talk about predictive value of heart disease or heart attack, what does that have to do with calcium being in the coronary arteries? I'm going to try and explain this in a way that a cardiologist never would, because to explain it this way would require them to get into the truth of what's really happening. And of course, Big Med doesn't want to get into that with patients. So here's the way this works. Inflammation causes these very small injuries. We'll call them sores so that we can sort of relate to them, like if if you get a scratch or something on your arm. You have a, a small sore that develops from inflammation in the wall of the coronary arteries. What happens then is the body has a mechanism by which it heals that. So the first thing it does is it sends in the cholesterol. (laughs) A good analogy for the cholesterol is you could sort of think of it as spackle. If there's a scratch or a bump in your wall and you put some spackle in there to fill that up. Okay, so the cholesterol is doing that in the form of salving that injury. But of course, cholesterol is a pliable substance. So along comes the calcium and the calcium forms, for lack of a better description, a hard shell over the top of the cholesterol. A good way for us to envision the cholesterol with the hard surface of calcium over the top of it is that it is a scab within the one of the four primary coronary arteries. That's exactly how your body is intended to heal these occasional injuries. We'll be talking about that a little bit more here in a moment, but let's talk about what the scoring is. Okay, so if you have absolutely zero calcium, your score is going to be zero. Yeah, I know, shocking, right? So the facility at which I had my scan done said the highest number they had ever record on a patient was 6,500. So that gives you that, obviously that's crazy extreme, but that gives you an idea of how high the calcium scoring can go. Depending on the doctor, some doctors think you, you they need to begin having a conversation with you at 300. Some doctors won't have a conversation with you until 400. So you kind of have an idea. Zero is obviously the gold standard. And then you get up to around They say about 100 is a place where there should be perhaps some concern. But as I said, when I've spoken to doctors, they're like, yeah, we don't do anything until somebody's three or 400. So now that you understand all of that about the CAC scan, let's take a look at my results. And I want to start with a quote from the National Institutes of Health from a report about calcium in the coronary arteries. And the NIH report says, and I quote, As people grow older, fat, cholesterol, and calcium build up in the walls of the artery. (laughs) Let me read that again. As people grow older, fat, 
cholesterol, and calcium build up in the walls of the artery. All right, so here in just a couple months, I'm going to be 62. I think that qualifies as older. So in theory, I should have a pretty decent amount of calcium built up in my coronary arteries, according to the National Institutes of Health. But perhaps there is some mitigating circumstance that the National Institutes of Health fail to take into account. National Institutes of Health, funded to the tune of billions of dollars, that there's just something they missed accidentally. In my case, I've been living in ketosis for years, and I've been eating the carnivore style for, what now, 18 months? According to the establishment narrative, I should be dead. (laughs) But even if I'm not dead, according to the establishment narrative, I should absolutely, without a doubt, have heart disease, and I should be on the brink of death. So, am I? I said that the scan looks at the four primary coronary arteries. So we're going to look at these my, on my scan one at a time. First, the left main artery. My calcium score was zero. The left circumflex artery. My calcium score was zero. The right coronary artery. My calcium score was Zero. And lastly, my left ascending anterior artery, my calcium score was not zero. It was 6.3. Okay, so 6.3 is really statistically, it's about as close to zero as you can be. But 6.3 telegraphs something. It telegraphs that there was some small injury in that right anterior artery. And to fix that, small injury. My body sent cholesterol to savin, as we talked about earlier, and then it sent in the calcium to form a hard surface over the cholesterol and perform the healing, exactly as anyone who has a small injury in their arterial wall lining would want the body to do. So this is a positive. You might be asking, where did that injury come from? Was it inflammation-based? Almost certainly so. However, the more specific reason for that will likely never know. The most likely scenario is that I had some sort of low-grade infection, of which I was probably totally unaware, that created some inflammation that, for one reason or another, created a small injury in the left descending anterior artery of my heart, and so my body did exactly what I would want it to do. I'm going to guess, since it's 6.3, that whatever this little thing was, it happened a bit ago, and so the 6.3 is a result of the calcium cap that's over the cholesterol fading away. I'm going to have another CAC scan in about a year, and I'm going to predict by then it'll be back down to zero. The important takeaway as I share this with you is that I'm clearly not atherosclerotic. In other words, I don't have heart disease. Heart disease doesn't have a little 6.3 injury in one of the coronary arteries, and the other three arteries are completely clear, as are mine. So here I am, almost 62 years of age, the old people that NIH is talking about. So I should have a ton of calcium in my coronary arteries, and in fact, I have one tiny little 6.3 issue. Also, I do the exact opposite of what people at NIH suggest. I eat nothing but red meat. (laughs) And according to them, I should absolutely have heart disease. I, I should be almost dead. I don't have any heart disease, 
at all. It's almost as if NIH is lying, but they wouldn't do that, would they? And that brings us to really what is the punchline of my sharing this CAC scan story with you. To just share my personal numbers isn't really all that significant, but the punchline is. And that is that the societal or establishment narrative about what your body does with the various macros that you eat, the protein, the fats, and the carbohydrates, that narrative is a complete and utter lie. And I am living proof of that. I just shared it with you. I am nearly 62 years of age. I eat nothing but red meat, and I do not have heart disease, as they would tell you I must have, doing the opposite of what they tell you you have to do. So what does actually cause heart disease? What actually causes chronic inflammation? Well, simple. It's elevated blood glucose, which then elevates insulin. The elevated insulin then signals a whole bunch of activities that I discuss in detail in body science, which eventually brings your blood glucose level down. And then you increase your blood glucose level again, and that causes a high insulin response again. And all those things occur that I just mentioned, and the blood glucose goes down. And then you eat something and your blood glucose goes up, and then the insulin brings the glucose down. Yeah, it's obnoxious, isn't it? Okay, so (laughs) it's obnoxious more than me just saying it. It's obnoxious to your body. That causes chronic inflammation, chronic, serious, and constant inflammation. And guess what causes those little injuries inside your coronary arteries? Yes, chronic inflammation. So I talked about the fact that when you have these little injuries, you want the cholesterol to come in and provide and sort of serve as the salve, and then you want the calcium to come and put us more or less hard covering over the cholesterol that's serving us the salve, because that's the healing process. But here's the problem. These arteries are small, (laughs) so it doesn't take very many scabs before it constitutes an obstruction which is profoundly bad when the blood can't get through, right? And then the scabs, because remember I said the calcium has a, it provides this hard surface, okay? And that's attached to the outside edges of the, the location that's being healed. So it's attached to the arterial walls. The calcium is rigid. It doesn't move. It's not flexible. It's not like the arterial walls. So when it attaches itself to the arterial walls, the arterial walls cease to be flexible. So suddenly you've got this profusion of these, what I'm, for the purpose of this presentation, calling scabs in the coronary arteries. And it is inhibiting not just the blood flow, but it is inhibiting the flexibility of the arteries, which is absolutely essential. They, they have to be flexible. This is what the medical industry calls atherosclerosis or heart disease. And it comes from glucose, insulin, glucose, insulin, glucose, insulin, glucose. Jesus. <laughs> so the reason I don't have calcium in my coronary arteries is I don't do that. And, and the way to not do that is to live in ketosis. Now, you can do the keto diet or you can do some other sort of modified various diets. In my case, I do carnivore, but I stay in ketosis 100% of the time and have for years now, my cells, the 100 trillion cells of my body have no interest in glucose. So that how glucose, insulin, glucose, insulin, glucose, insulin cycle is non-existent in my body. So I don't have chronic inflammation. So my coronary arteries at 63 eating massive amounts of red meat is totally clear and clean. 
If you want to know more, sort of the bigger picture of how this really works, because I'm giving you just the part about the coronary arteries, if you want to know the whole story, you want to know how you've been lied to, you want to know exactly why, you want to know for yourself, not just told, but you see the science with your own eyes, science made easy so you can understand it. If you want to see the big picture of what's been going on in this country for 60 years, which has created the most chronically ill society in the history of mankind, and you want to have enough information to step outside that, I'm going to encourage you to get yourself a copy of Body Science. Real simple. All you have to do is go to drreality.news, click on store, and decide what you want. I hope this presentation has been enlightening, and I hope that you will choose to become further enlightened. Thanks for being here.